Hi folks, welcome to the Super Friend Super Show. Ooh, ooh, doggy, we have a show for you. We just are fresh out of a regal cinema around our vicinity. Don't want to give you the exact address. Don't want you tracking us down. Although if you found this on the Buffalo State of Life Network, you, you should probably have a pretty good idea of where maybe, since I told you the name of the of the place where we went and also the network we're on, you could probably devise uh, our location from that. Don't bother looking us up though and finding their houses. Sean Dwyer, Nick Stutzman, Adam Patterson, here in a, in a, in a imprecise location. Don't look us up, please. We, just, we continually uh, move. We continually move. We, we're, we are like, you know, Nomads. That's nomads. right. Nomads, you could say. You could even call yourself a, a nomad. You could rip the star off your chest. That's right. Dirty up your uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the comics, didn't he have like a, didn't he have some some skin patches where he ripped, there was some extra, wasn't Captain America showing some extra skin when he was going around as the nomad <laughs> in the 80s, 90s? I do not remember that. Yeah. But he, you know, he, he, maybe, maybe he just tears up pieces of his skin every once in a while. It's you know, beautiful. To, I think, let me just see. Just to keep things fresh. Yeah, we just got out of... Make sure his healing's still working. That's right. He's always just stabbing himself. <laughs> yep, I'm We're good. We're good. Yep, We're right. still good. We saw Avengers Infinity War, which is for you people out there who are like, what, subtitles, I don't know what that means. Avengers 3. We saw Avengers 3. And <laughs> let's just say, uh, let's just really quick off the top, how does this compare now that we have three to pick from? Nick, let's start with you. Taking, you've been on, on uh, assignment for a little bit. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Your jetpack actually <laughs> ran out of fuel <laughs> did, yeah. somewhere over Kansas. Yeah. Had to hitchhike. And, but you're back. Yeah, I'm back from from uh, from Smallville. Smallville, that's right. You paid. <laughs> you you visit the sites and all that yeah. stuff. And uh, so let's start with you. Where does this rank now that there are three yeah. uh, between uh, Avengers one, two, and three? Oh, how, do, the, how would you rank your Avengers movies? By far the best one. Okay, so this is number one. What yes. would you rank Avengers the, one and the two? First one. First one, number, number two, two, and then Ultron number three. <sighs> I think. I think yeah. that they they had yeah. the ability to. And now, I mean, now looking back at it, well, Ultron was what at least two years ago, right? That's right. That's right. Um, I I think they rushed it. Age of Ultron. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had a great idea. Sure. They just they never flushed it out. And I think Joss Whedon, you got as much from him. I think he really topped out and yeah. gave you all he could in Avengers, uh, the first Avengers first film. One, yeah. As far as the quippiness, and I think after that, everyone kind of got a little tired of his directing style and the, the way that he would encourage a lot of quippiness as far as the dialogue was concerned. And well, I felt I felt like that was still pretty evident today. Yeah, they, they did a great job with quippiness. I, I I know what you mean. Like his quips, I feel like are they're a little different. more cartoony. Yeah, that's where, right. Whereas the quips here were more snarky. Yeah, I don't know. They're 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 a little more like um, controlled, and, controlled and vengeful or right. or character based versus the other one, which were more just sort of everyone like, just I'm sort goofy. of talk. Yeah, everyone it sort flowed. of t- had the same uh, quippiness voice with Joss Whedon. Like everyone, like it's they all t- kind of joked the same exact way. Right. Where with this one, everyone kind of right was true to their character. Uh, yeah, it's definitely as far as I, the I think it flowed. It was like yeah. it wasn't. Um, it, we didn't linger on the jokes. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. jokes just kept coming, and then it, it was kind of funny because at some parts you couldn't hear because you know people were laughing. That's right. But you kind of realize that yeah, it was funny parts the way that. So right, and I gotta say, for me, I would say this one was by far the best Avengers film. Uh, and obviously, Avengers one would be number two. Although I gotta, I I have to admit. When I walked out of the theater after seeing Avengers 1, I wasn't in love with it. And I saw it a second time when it came out on Netflix. I'm like, you know what? I appreciated it a lot more. Yeah. And then 2, I felt so deflated after seeing Avengers 2. That movie was, that was basically a a commercial for the movies they had coming out. Yeah, that 
I'm, well, same and with that Civil was very War. I Civil feel. War. So, Civil War was really enjoyable, I thought. But right, you did introduce a lot in Civil War. You know, you right. had all, all these characters Black like Black Panther, Panther who spun off, and, but it wasn't so evident as uh, Age of Ultron. Plus, I really didn't like Black Ultron. Black Panther wasn't necessarily on the horizon yet. Right. That's right. Because everybody was like, "Oh wait, who's that character? Who's that a Black Panther?" And all of a, or was that Black Panther? Yeah. And all of a sudden, then the questions came out: Is he going to get his own right. thing? And then they launched it. Whereas I feel like with the last one, it was sort of like. They said, oh, we're launching these, and you're going to get to see them in the movie. And here, oh, and Thor is off on his own adventure. Yeah, he suddenly flew off halfway through uh, Age of Ultron to go do his own thing, because you you knew he had a film coming out, and you wanted to separate him from the Avengers. This one was, God, now Avengers 3, Infinity War, holy cow. I just, I'm going to say that off the the top of the show, off the bat, this is going to be just filled with spoilers. We're just going to tell you that right right at this point. Just so you know, full disclaimer at the top of the program, full spoilers in this episode. This was a a tremendous film. Yeah. Might be this run, this recent run that the, granted, they, they put out quality movies and there are very few duds that they put out. This run that they've had with Civil War, uh, you have Spider Man. What are some other ones? Uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther. Black Panther. Thor. Thor. Oh my! That, that's that's been my favorite. That still yeah, might Thor, be my Ragnarok. favorite MCU movie. Ragnarok. I I think so. I loved Ragnarok. It's a buddy it was, top. Yeah, it was it was great. That's I mean, right. Spider Man. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, this run, this recent run of MCU yeah. films, and then now, of course, Infinity War. Holy cow. They I'd say, just I'd say it started back over at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, where they've just been on a roll. They refreshed it. In oh, sense, my God. And they were just like, bam, this is what you got to do. Yeah. And then I think they've stolen it also from like Deadpool and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where they're like, oh, you can say asshole <laughs> right. and dick. Right. And, and they, <laughs> yeah, they, they said shit three times, asshole once or twice. Times, at least. It was very apparent there was D-hole. a lot more swearing yeah. in this, in this <laughs> yeah. film. Yeah, a I'll, lot more. I was like, oh man, this this seven-year-old kid next they to me. They ramped it up. Some stuff that I don't know if he wanted to be here. <laughs> it's only PG-13, but yeah, they like, definitely pushed the envelope. Time, I was like, those parents deserve it because that little yeah. cra- little kid was kept smashing his little oh, tray up against the 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 uh, our, our luxury leather seats <laughs> i was i was very upset by that because it was like i was in an earthquake yeah we um we had our assigned seats and i tried i strategized beforehand because you could see the uh the full layout of the theater as far as the seating chart and i picked four seats with a fifth one all the way to the right on the on the aisle think and leaving one seat empty thinking oh, okay we're gonna have a lot of arm room to spread out no one's taking that that most that that fifth most seat yeah. next to the aisle someone grabbed that single seat of course and now it's just like and then i had i had this seven <laughs> next to me the just, whole movie just slamming his tray i was like oh okay oh, this is he- how we're gonna live this is, <laughs> this is my life i was also slightly annoyed because you had two different types of mcu fans in the audience you had people who weren't pure nerds pure you have pure <laughs> nerds who like they would notice something and they yell it out oh my god or they would cheer and then you had people who would catch on to things way too late uh for example at the very very end you have samuel jackson nick fury and you could see him from the back and you could see the back of his his um ipad of his eye patch and then when they showed him to the front and was like oh my god it's nick fury i'm like how did you not notice it? And <laughs> How did you not hear Samuel L. Jackson's voice. legendary voice? <laughs> it happened throughout the movie <laughs> yeah. when they wouldn't show a full close-up of a character. People would be like, like so yeah. you'd have someone who'd shout it out way too early and then yeah. people who'd get it way too late. Yeah. And I'm, of course, in that lovely... Real ironically, Peter Dinklage character. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, let's talk. Yeah, that was that was a, that let's was a start, huge irony. Let's start small and then build our way up through oh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. through uh, recapping this film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Peter Dinklage played a. I know he was in this film. I d- had no idea of what character he was yeah, going to play. Didn't, I didn't want to investigate. Yeah, and, and explain uh, what type of character he played in this so, film. So he played the dwarf. Uh, metallurgist, I guess you would call him in a sense. Working next to a dwarf star. Yeah, Yeah, working next Next to to like a dying dying dwarf star. star, And his character is, God, they really... They really explained everything. They left no to- stone unturned as far as explaining every little bit. Who, they had. What was where? Why, That's right. Why. Where Thanos got his Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Why they can't make another one because this person who works by this dying Infinity, uh, this dying dwarf star, he, uh, they Thanos, I guess, convinced him to iron over his own hands. Well, he destroyed his hands. Yeah. Oh, did he destroy his hands? I yeah. I, yeah. I, okay, I looked at it. it. Looked like that he convinced him to take uh, metal and basically metal off his own hands yeah, and use it, them. It looked like that. Cause Some, it's, it's something like, like that. One of those yeah, two things. Yeah. So that's great. So that way, that's why you can't make another Infinity Gauntlet. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There are tiny little hands on inside that, just those big yeah. metal cups. That's why you can't make another Infinity Gauntlet. And that's ideally probably right. Probably not. So that answers that question. Why they can't just go and collect them themselves or it's just up to Thanos to collect and stop him from collecting the Infinity I mean, Gems. Who, who would have been able to, I mean, Peter, Quill could only really, he couldn't even handle That's true. half of one. Right. Really. So it's the Infinity Gauntlet and also the person, the wearer of the, although in the comics, anyone could, as long as you have a pure heart, you could hold, you could harness, you Thor's could hold hammer. the, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough. The rules are sort of inconsistent as far as who can actually wear the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm. I don't know if anyone, any old person could just put it on and now they're able to harness it. I think the, the bulk of the harnessing goes with the gauntlet. So I think the, the wielder of the Infinity Gauntlet is actually um, unconsequential or inconsequential as far as who's actually. So no, I think anyone could kind of wear it as long as you're. Oh, Thanos sturdy. made it sound like he he was the only one that could. Mm. Maybe in this universe he is. Comics is Distinct separate possibility. We'll see. So that was great, and you had a lot of side stories, um, really kind of building on top of each other. And to the combination of them. Yeah, the combination of them as far as fight, stopping Thanos, preparing for Thanos, trying to get ahead of Thanos. Yeah. It, it was... There's only one... I would say there's only two storylines in there now that are right. separate. Which yeah. are? Uh, Stark being on Titan mm-hmm. and then the rest of Earth. The and then you also world. have you have Rocket Raccoon and Groot and Thor trying to get the hammer. Well, no, I'm saying no, left. No, I'm no, saying left. Oh, left. left. As, okay, gotcha. as, right, as of right, right now, right. I mean, well, you have at Thanos the end of the movie on whatever planet he's on, which I couldn't really tell. You couldn't tell. Yeah, I read Infinity Gauntlet uh, or Infinity, whatever it's called, the Infinity Gauntlet or the the '90s crossover event, and the way that works when he succeeds halfway through that event in erasing 50 percent of the universe, he's in like this weird space castle. And that's where he's residing. But he's with death, right? He's with death. Yeah, that's the story's a little different. This is a lot different, I think. Here, I think he's the motivation he's, is still the same. He wants to destroy right half the universe. He, he you know, he, he could did. still be in in a, in a strange space castle, but since he controls the reality gem, he can make it look any way he wants. So if he's making it, he can make it look like height the height of uh, of the planet Titan. At sunset, always yeah. a beautiful. He's always enjoying a beautiful sunset because he controls the reality gem, so you can make it look. Yeah, yeah he's just resting because he said because he said that when he was like, "Well, when I'm done, when, when I'm done, I just want to sit on my home planet." Yeah, and rest and, and rest. That doesn't exist anymore. Or right. maybe he cre- he he can recreate it. Well, he can, te- technically, 
Well, he could, but yeah. I don't think he well, would because it then... It doesn't look like he can. Well, because... Yeah, that's a question. That's something we can get into in a Nebula little bit. Nebula and um, Stark are on Titan. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, that's Nebula true. Nebula is there. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Right. She's there. God. I, I thought for a second I forgot that Stark... I thought Stark was still alone, but he's not. Yeah, they really split up the Avengers teams. And so you have one on Titan. You have a group on Titan who are, st- who are trying to get there ahead of... Thanos to take off. It was really just, I mean, Avengers, it was really just Spider-Man and and That's right. But you have them teaming up with the Guardians of the Galaxy and And Doctor Strange heading heading him off at the planet Titan to take off the Infinity Gauntlet. Because that's really the only way to depower him is to take the damn thing off. And they try that. I do. Right. They got it off. They just didn't get it off all the way. For a (laughs) second. Yeah. God, the motivations of these characters, everyone hates Thanos. It's the opposite of everyone loves Raymond. (laughs) It really is. It is the antithesis of of that show. Everyone's got a beef with Thanos. See, I, I don't know. I, I kind of I kind of felt like again. I, I know this is this is not something new. This is something that has been stated on many occasions where mm-hmm. Thanos is the main character of the storyline. But he he really played the hero, and the heroes were the villains. Like his 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 entire motivation was we need to. Although although oh boy, this is not the his, first time that Adam is his reasoning is his, ungodly flawed has revealed himself as cleansing humanity two, two, two flaws of the movie that i will say one quill there mm-hmm. uh essentially ruining the moment where they're about to take the infinity gong yeah yeah uh from thanos and, yeah and two back to back there is the fact that strange never used the time, time gem. gem yeah i think which is to me is really mm-hmm. asinine because in Thanos, they make the joke i mean thanos is like you're an idiot for not using it right um your greatest weapon was they had the the time gem. Like the time gem really could have stopped all the other gems. I think what they revealed is that he actually didn't. It was a fake. Remember when he crushed it? I no, think no, it was no, a that, fake yeah. the whole time. The amulet was a fake. The amulet, and also the gem that was inside it was a fake the whole time. Or he couldn't he couldn't pull it out because he risked exposing it. Um, or the whole time you could say that all of that was a fake, and he had been keeping the infinity gem or the the time gem locked away in a in portal a somewhere and yeah so as to hide it so basically he was just carrying around a fake with him that's right. why he didn't use it the right. whole time i yeah so you i mean he did, he well did, no he no he did try nowhere did he try he tried he tried to use it and uh who what was the name of the hmm. um his one of his minions uh thanos's minions uh one of his black order members yeah, yeah. he he grabbed his arms so he couldn't oh, okay. do the Hand right. emotions yes. mm. in New York. Mm. It was in the beginning. He was because his hands went green that time. Oh, okay. And he was about to use it, and then he didn't. I think maybe he didn't bring with. I think he. Mm, that's no, a good because because he, he remember that, and then he went over it fourteen million five hundred and sixty times. Oh, whatever. that's right. He was right. using yeah, it on right, right. right. That's one hundred percent. He was using just not to reverse yeah. anything. Right. He, he was, was like, using it to look. There's at the only future. one way that's that this right. could happen. Yeah, one way that we can win. Yeah. And that's great that they did that because. Usually in these movies, like, you know, we have a, a, a one in one billion chance right. of winning and they win. This one, yeah. they lost because it was extremely unlikely and they ended up well, not they beating botched it themselves. They botched it themselves. But yeah, they didn't they didn't defeat Thanos on Titan and he got away. So I'm glad that they didn't overcome those ridiculous odds, uh, which is something and I, I'm really you like to see some stakes in these films. The heroes failed in the film, you know, spoiler alert. We set, you know, yeah. we let off the program with that, but the, at the end of this film, God does this end on a cliffhanger. It ends in, really well, yeah, a, you know it would. on a, in a very morose note. And yeah. just, it ends with Thanos just looking, Hey, 
I can get used to this. <laughs> the thing, the thing I don't understand is that if Thanos is this like person who says, okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to cleanse the universe of 50% of its population. Mm-hmm. With the snap of his fingers. With, well, not, not even just the snap of his fingers, but I've been doing this for hundreds of years. You know, right. going, going literally planet, planet, to, planet to planet doing it. Which is tiring. It. Which right. is tiring. But, but you would think, okay, and then, and then so 300 years later... He's got to start back at the beginning because the populations are back up. Right. You know, it's not like. He's, well, he can just snap it again. No, well, with the Infinity Gauntlet, yes. Yes, but, yeah. You know, but just like the. I, I feel like that's oh, I see very you're saying. flawed logic. I see what you're saying. Going planet by planet. Yeah. Eventually, he's going to have to come back and revisit that planet. Right. That's why he said just, he didn't yeah. want to do it anymore. Yeah, right? that's Eventually. right. He would just snap it once make and make it, it rest. E- yeah, make it easy and he could just do it. Uh, like. It was, don't get me wrong. It still made it a great movie. There's right. just you just see the inconsistencies, and it's something that they, they had to do because that's just how the the, the movie was going to be made. Prior to this movie, they're coming out saying that oh maybe overhyping it, and it's it was a difficult bar to surpass that Thanos was going to be looked at after this film as a, a stronger, better villain than Darth Vader. How do you think they did in comparison to like one of the greatest? I think he is more formidable and more rounded than even a Darth. I don't think a lot more rounded. showed a lot more a lot emotion more emotion than Darth Vader. I, I, I think uh, he's a better villain than Darth Vader. I didn't, even. I didn't see it as as him being this overpowering. Like mm-hmm. you could see his flaws, yeah. to an extent. And he did get injured at points. And it was yeah, he was right. And I, I mean, he even made the joke, you know, this little blood for for right all this. Um, but he, uh, I don't know. It's tough to say because I guess it's, it's a hard comparison. It's a hard comparison, but not not only that. There's a, there's a more of a a myth or not a myth. A mythos like, around like he's just he's at this different status. Yeah, Darth Vader. He's just this this character that well, he's been around for so long for so long too. and thanos is brand new and you can't just say this is a better villain than darth vader because there's so much behind you don't you don't have yeah. the you know what i mean yeah. like the the breathing and the yeah. way it was way i thought dark. you were i thought you were stuttering or something <laughs> <laughs> or you're doing the darth vader breathing yeah. yes yes <laughs> okay yeah. i thought you're having a hard time saying a word that started with c gotcha i was worried for a second no, no, no. <laughs> nick's having a stroke i thought you were gonna no. try to say cojones or something no, no, you're no. you're stuck no. um that's well, you, you have that and that's that's just so legendary yeah where i don't think anyone's other than you hearing his voice and seeing his you know his skin will you be like right. oh it's thanos he was i thought fantastic that josh brolin's portrayal was even though it was just his voice um it was great i thought the cgi was you know in 10 years this is going to look ridiculous yeah but i didn't think it was distracting uh couple parts couple sp- you know it's not perfect yet no it's they're not. getting there to have it's a full CGI, close. yeah, it's pretty close. It's a full CGI character, which is tough to do. Right. And it's not like this little, it's tiny guy. I, he is actually, huge. I, it's him, all the flaws. Him, I didn't notice. It was the, like when they evaporated and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You're like, oh, or Bruce that, Banner in his in his little suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hulk being a little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. That I think that's, was probably the best part of yeah. the movie. Whereas, no, <laughs> that subplot was really neat. That. uh the reason that he wasn't able to bring the Hulk back out because he got his ass kicked in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. and Hulk was and <laughs> they was not he was not happy. And they've established that Hulk and Bruce Banner are basically two people, sharing the same body, of course, and that Hulk is scared and he he has a psyche of like a, a two year old, so he's scared. So that makes sense if you saw <laughs> Thor Ragnarok that you could see that character not wanting to come back out again. Yeah. So that was that was right. I, I thought, God, they did so many things right with this film. But Thanos, I thought was great. The CGI was not distracting. I thought overall his 
Black Order was great. Uh, the one that uh, encounters fights Doctor Strange for most of the film, I thought, yes, was awesome. So yes, just was, what a cool so character. So well rounded. His fighting style was just like so godly, and like he would just he would just do like ask you know project. He would just do uh he would manipulate matter around him. Yeah, and, and the way it, he it would float so, around. So easy. And so, so easy. Yeah, he was, was awesome. He was really good. Um, he was obviously Thanos's number two, and for having such a short amount of screen time, really well established. You got that character, what his motivations were. He did not want to, he's never failed Thanos. He's not going to fail him for the first time. I thought he was coming back after he got oh, sucked yeah. out that yeah, little, same here. That, little uh, that little hole in the spaceship. I figured he was coming back, but no. No, I mean, he froze. He froze today. <laughs> and I guess that happens. It doesn't happen to everyone. If you're Princess Leia or uh, Star-Lord, space doesn't bother you. Right, um, but but some, you know, I'm glad it affects a... still some people. <laughs> Freezes on the death. If you, if you are a super amazing wizard, yeah. eh, you die. So Thanos' minions, what do, you, what do you guys think generally about him? The, the, not a the lot. Black Order. The I, Black I, Order? I thought they were fantastic. It just yeah. reminds me of, I've been I've been trying to catch up on my new girl, because yeah. new girl's out now. <laughs> and, and there's this one part where uh, one of the characters, Nick, he, he makes this, or he writes this book called Pepperwood Chronicles. Mm. And in it, he writes these characters that, you know, obviously it's a comedy, so it's like right. when, when he sends it out to his friends and they say, no notes, they're like, no, every single character was just perfect. <laughs> like like that like that one character where it was, it was the newsboy and he just delivered it and I, I got his whole backstory. I just understood him. You know, I, I felt like they did with such an Black awesome Order. job yeah. With, the, yeah. with the Black Order, where it's like... Short they, screen time, they got, you they got, got them five immediately. five to ten minutes yeah. with the screen time. I'm like, no, I understand them. They're cool. All of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like, thought they were really wow, cool. That was, Okay, you know, outside of outside of that big hulking guy, like yeah, the, there were out of probably about five of the Black Order, there were three of them that that got the most screen time, but mm-hmm. they were well rounded. I was like, okay, I got them. I know all of their names; it, they're in my head somewhere, but I'm not going to be able to retrieve them yeah, without I, I, I just stopping the show to a halt to go pull up the the Wikipedia. And that's to everyone's benefit that I'm not stopping the yeah. show just to <laughs> jump in Wikipedia again. So I thought they were all pretty good. Thanos, of course, as I mentioned, was fantastic. So those are the villains. And let's talk about the heroes. Who stood out in this film? Who had the best uh, performances, hero wise? And then we'll jump into the story after that. And I mean, I, I think Thor. Thor was great, yeah. Thor, yeah. I, I would say, I would say, he got Thor. the standing ovation. Really, that's right. Yeah, when, he, <laughs> when he showed, he he got, I think, the biggest ovation from our crowd. Yes, uh, where we went to go see the film. Uh, when he showed up in Wakanda on the battle on the battlefield with his new hammer axe, uh, the Stormbreaker was it called? Stormstopper? No, Stormbreaker. Yeah. Stormbreaker. Yeah. I had a, um, that was cool. Storms. <laughs> Stop. Uh, not yeah. Not as not as Go formidable not as, as the Stormbreaker. Stormstopper. I break storms. Yeah, well, I stop them. So I there. stop them. Yeah, there was a lot of great emotional moments when he was having a difficult time uh, putting together his new ha- axe, Stormstopper yep. hammer thing. Uh, when group teenage group, uh, he helped him when he finally put down the damn device yeah. <laughs> and he got that was there were a lot of great emotional moments in this film um obviously which it was funny well well paced everything thor his his uh his side quest was great yeah. being paired with rocket raccoon i thought and Groot, yeah. Yeah, Groot, of all, yeah of all people he kept on calling he had nicknames for uh the tree and the rabbit yeah. Yeah. rabbit yeah, yeah called ro- rocket rabbit and he called Groot. yeah call him tree, call him tree. And then he goes yeah i learned Groot. and uh what was it was what he said i, I, was, I learned it was, was an general, elective yeah general elective and right he's able to understand Groot. Yeah. yeah Groot was great um 
not over over um, saturated, not overused at all. Um, that they're saving that for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Hopefully, he doesn't grow too much. I still want to see more teenage Groot. You think you think there's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy three? Oh my god, of course, because every single one of them's gone. Well, yeah, I was going to say they're all gone. Because <laughs> literally every single oh, no we'll rocket, not that. rocket raccoon, but you know what I mean. I, yeah, we'll get to the ending. We'll get to the there, ending. There, as there's far a part. Of, there's a part of me that feels that you know Marvel is now like right. okay, now now that we've done this, let's get all of our old actors out because they're all <laughs> tired of the of doing these films and these contracts. Let's get new guys in that we can have another twenty years. Turn the dust, you know. <laughs> How'd you guys think Iron Man did in this film? Tony Stark, Robert Downey. He was he was definitely one of the one of, not just one of the highlights, but yeah. he was he got a lot of screen time. He's my number. He was probably my number two. I, it was tough because you he didn't have the emotional mm-hmm. uh, effect that Thor did when he came in, or when um like when you first saw Hulk come in. I think in. it's just you've seen a lot. Of Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man in the MCU, yeah. So he's really starting to lose his, I don't know, his appeal a little bit. I think he's been overexposed a little bit. Not, I mean, not necessarily in that way. I'm just saying the way they introduced him. You know, he was running. He was just out for a run. He was just there out for a run, and then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, "We need you," and he's yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's already. Also, he's also the fixer, you know. So yeah. he's just like he's running around. He didn't. He didn't have any like Thor. Thor literally went on a mythological side quest to get a magic <laughs> weapon and then shows up in the middle of a battle and kicks ass. Yeah. Like Tony didn't do that. Tony Tony That's Randolph grabbed grabbed a, grabbed a hold of a um a spaceship and then was stranded on, stranded on a planet. Right. That was his that was his entire yeah. quest. So Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. He didn't have the the same emotional pull. I would, yeah. is what I guess what I'm, is what I mean by that. And then I, I would say I, I I think Thor I don't know, it's tough. I mean Captain America when he when he made his entrance you were like oh yeah 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 <laughs> although I gotta say uh, we'll we'll go back to we'll finish up oh your man in just a second but but going to well, before I lose this thought Captain America what, that one of the first scenes when he was in it um, I noticed a lot they were having a lot of just still shots of Captain America listening to other people talk without saying anything and they were holding on him for, for a really long time. <laughs> I did not catch that. And I'm just like, they did that a lot in that one scene, uh, like maybe his second scene where they, after they, they fought the Black Order and they staved them off a little bit, when they all stood around and talked. Like they oh, just... When, in the, when they're in the Quinjet? Yeah, and oh. they're all talking, and instead of cutting to the person who's talking, there are a lot of reaction, like long-held reaction shots of Captain America listening. Like what he's listening like maybe as the audience you're, you're supposed to be like oh he's this is affecting him what but it didn't seem like any of that dialogue was it particularly effective as far as the character so that was my only thing with him he seemed very reserved yes he did like, he was like, very quiet yeah in the beginning. Like he wasn't yeah and then all of a sudden i don't even know if they really like i mean the introduction to, to him coming back was yeah. great but he's I, in the shadows then i felt like then, they, suddenly, then yeah. i felt like they were like Oh well, this is just Captain America. Yeah, you know, so he's just gonna come in. And kick Everyone's happy ass. to see him. Yeah. Everyone's shaking his hand. Yeah. But it right. sort of makes sense because I feel like Captain America, both in the films as well as the actor, you know Evans, like they're just he's tired. Like literally, like yeah. that was that was at the end of Civil War where he's just like, I want this to be done. I am exhausted. Yeah. I just want to retire on a farm like Hawkeye. Call it a day. <laughs> You know that Hawkeye type of was, thing. Speaking of Hawkeye, he wasn't in this film. No, wasn't yeah. even mentioned. Everyone, yeah, everyone was like, "Whoa, where the hell is Hawkeye?" He's on the thing, blah blah. He, he was the, never even around. It wasn't a red herring or whatever, or, or a smoke screen. Like, oh, he good. really wasn't in yeah, the film. He wasn't in the film. He, <laughs> he literally retired. Yeah. He's done. Oh, neither yeah, was ne- neither was Ant Man. Neither was Wasp. 
Yeah, so I, I can understand that part of it because they have their own film and they have Coming to... Out in about a month. Yeah, so I understand yeah. that a little bit. And, God, that's going to be an issue. Two months. <clears throat> is, this, is that going to... Is that... Ant-Man and the Wasp film going to be set before the events of this one or after? It would or, have to be before. I guess yeah, it would have it to be before. Because I mean, this could, one's too big. Could you imagine if it's like the climax and all of a sudden the right. bad guy just or like during. evaporates? <laughs> or during. <laughs> or during. Could be during. Could I be mean, during, yeah. I and mean, technically the end there with Nick Fury was during. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's a lot of questions. That movie comes out pretty soon. A lot of great characters in this film. Uh, maybe that would that would have been one too many characters to is to to have included either Ant Man. I was really or... hoping to see a Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. I really was hoping that, like at the end, they well, just all of a sudden he's like he was one of the people that gets evaporated or something like that. You did get a Deadpool trailer before this when he mentions Thanos, so already you're starting to see the ties between the Deadpool character and the MCU. So coming soon to a theater near you. So yeah, you had. A, I thought the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Yeah, you know, um, in the in the last Guardians of the Galaxy film, the Drax the Destroyer, David Batista, yeah, um, DWB's Batista, as he's known, uh, yeah. they dropped the U from his name in the wrestling arena. He, I thought, was over the top too much in the second Avengers in the second Guardians of the Galaxy film. I thought like they pushed he was, that for him to be that way. Yeah, they pushed, and I think he was a little bit too much in the second one. This one. He was really good. Just enough, yeah. He was just enough. I thought every single one of his one-liners were really well I've delivered. Been here for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> his bits were really good. They weren't too much. Perfect comedic timing. Yeah, he's excellent. <laughs> he was great. I thought the Rocket Raccoon was good. I thought Rabbit. that yeah, Rabbit. I thought yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy. They were fantastic. I thought everyone was so good in this film. Uh, them, obviously, Gamora having her own uh, subplot. Which I thought was very effective. Iron Spidey suit. Iron Spidey suit. Spider Man, who you know he's great, obviously, and the way, and you know, obviously, you have a history with him and Iron Man, so that's well established. Very father son esque, and that's fantastic. And the way it sort of ends with him dying in front of holding, uh, it, yeah, holding, holding him in his arms while he's fading away, and how it, there's been a tremendous amount of foreshadowing since Avengers 2 with Iron Man foreseeing this all this leading right, to this film. Years, yeah, I've seen but... this happen. Yeah. And it did. It all led to them failing. So that wasn't just, oh, that was an alternate timeline that, that didn't happen. No, it actually occurred. How do you think Thanos knew Stark? Uh, he says, it, he kind of um, talked it away by saying, or kind of mentioned it away by saying, I also have a lot of information. So I guess he's, his... Um, his reputation is preceded. known or preceded the, him or throughout psychic, the universe. Or they're psychically connected. Uh, it may be. They no, both. I, I mean, that, yeah. that, that may be one of the big things. Like, they, they touched, did, et cetera, because that was where... <laughs> you were going to say for a second, I'm sorry, I shouldn't interrupt, interrupt people for this kind of stuff. I you were going to say they touched dicks for a second. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, they, they touched dicks in an alternate universe, and, and, now and they're bang, connected. and now they're, now they're now mentally they're connected. connected. It's what happens with all relationships. Could be, could be. And also, you have a lot of psychics in Thanos' employee, yeah. so he mm-hmm. might... And also... Uh, you had, I'm sure, information getting reported back to Thanos following the events of Avengers 1 as far as who stopped the the onslaught, the alien onslaught as far yeah. as Th- that Thanos was behind. So he probably heard about Tony Stark being at the center of that, uh, stopping his, his minions with Loki. So, that, yeah, so that's interesting that they kind of are aware of each other, uh, at least one way. Um, Tony Stark didn't seem to know who Thanos was at all, which is funny. I like that at the beginning. 
a lot of the characters have no idea who Thanos is, and they're gonna know. Yeah. Because he right. f- messes up their world. Yeah. Well, the thing that I, the only other plot hole that I want to sort of just touch on, and I understand yeah. that it has to, it can't be there because otherwise the story is not there. But at the same time, when when Doctor Strange is talking to Tony Stark, he's like, "Yeah, at the beginning of the universe, it shot out six stones across the entire universe. Yeah. But it's only on four planets in the same <laughs> galaxy." <laughs> Across the entire well, universe. Well, I mean, I mean, they did. He did find someone because he gave the power gem to. Uh, just call it. Let's call him by the by the colors. Let's not just call him by the name. The purple, yeah, the the purple, purple power okay. gem to. Um, yeah. uh, in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy One. Right. Right. They gave uh, that to the collector character. They no, ended up no, with the collector. no, no. Thanos gave that to. Oh no, that was the mind gem. That. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. The, no, he, the mind gem, gem. The mind. Well, the yellow one. No, was the yellow vision. one's the small. That's vision. Or the, the soul. But that that's was vision. That was um, previously in Loki's um, scepter thingy. Right. Right. So no, that's that was a tesseract. Tes- no, a tesseract is actually separate because Loki forgot. Yes. You forgot that this that Loki had his um, his scepter oh, yes, thing yes, yes, and yes. the se- tesseract. And yeah, they realized yes. in Avengers two that inside Loki's staff was, was an infinity gem. gem. Yes. Right. So right. they those are two separate infinity Jones and that's stones. Worth, right there. That's what ended up in Vision. Exactly. Right. The power gem is the purple gem. Right. That's, that or was a blue gem. Whatever. Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it's a purple. Or purple gem. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that the he Thanos gave that to the. Uh, Those are the Nova 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 Corps. That's right, where that was being kept. But Thanos gave that to. Uh, what you call it? Oh, the, um, with Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, Ronan. He gave oh, that okay. to Ronan to take. Oh, that's right. Take out right. Xander. Yeah. Who the Nova Corps and all that. Yeah. And that was so. Yeah, there was that one. So, so, so they knew about. But them. on Earth, you had the time gem. They had the I, tesseract. Originally, they had the the tesseract and the time gem. Tesseract. Um, were both on one planet, because the tesseract was. If you remember, this is ten years ago. Captain going, America. Captain America was like embedded in a yep. wall. Right. That yep. where they were ex- excavating Red Skull. They happened upon it in like a in a wall or something. Right. Right. Ten well, years. Somehow ago. the Red Skull. Well, oh no, it was because. Um, how did it get to the Red Skull? That was an alien ship, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was an alien oh, ship. So okay. it was it was it was brought to Earth brought as to an Earth. artifact yes. that was found, and then they were using it. Yes. All right, I'm All right, using that's it. fine. Only so only yeah. one really ended up on Earth. Although we don't know how the time gem well, say, ended none, up on Earth in the first yeah. place. So so the time gem is the only one that's like magically mysteriously disappeared or appeared know, on Earth. Yeah, appeared. right. Because that was given through whoever was the Mystic Arts. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And it wasn't the ancient. It was the one before the ancient. There was some. They they said a name. I forget of it now. On Doctor Strange. Yeah. And on on the topic of the Infinity Gems or the Infinity Stones, whatever you want to call them, the Soul Stone was the mysterious one. Right. The one right. that they have never addressed over the course of the MCU. And I thought it was really cool. Well, I guess they did. I didn't realize that Gamora, they nev- Gamora did tell. Oh, Nebula. That. Maybe she. I don't know if that was something that was that a conversation they had off screen. Or did that I was that in the movie? I, I would think not, because yeah. Nebula was there trying to kill Thanos. So yeah. they, she had to have told her in Guardians of the Galaxy at one point. I, I don't remember. But at least to some extent that was the mysterious one. Uh, the way they resolved the soul stem the the stole the soul stone gem was really neat. It was actually really well done. <laughs> really well done. You got a, a cameo, and you wonder if that is your reintroduction of the Red Skull into the MCU, or if that's yeah. just sort of a one-off or resolution of the character. I thought he was going to be death. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. 
he, you know, he's they dressed very death-like. Yes, he was. Yes, he, he was. He was floating. And the way it was explained is that he flew a little bit too close to the sun in trying to mess with the tesseract, which inside of that was one of the infinity gems, and that the that infinity gem, which I think like evaporated him because it t- he touched yes. it. Yes. Basically, cursed him with this new role of guarding or being the yeah, guardian the soul of the stone. The soul stone. So that's neat. That's actually a really cool thing. A really cool connection to a movie that came Talk out ten years ago. to say how long he was there doing that for. I guess, t- uh, yeah. I, also, because he, it seemed like he had been doing it for a really long time. It felt yeah. like, right, that's right. <laughs> Maybe one of those things where it knocked him back. I mean, if these are like the primordial powers mm-hmm. of the universe and time is, let's yeah. say, uh, but manageable. A, yeah, but, <laughs> but a flutter in, a, in our yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, and Gamora, yeah the, the Gamora-Thanos <coughs> relationship I thought was really well-developed. Uh, that and the the big twist was there were two twists. So it was a really well done scene because it's revealed to Thanos that in order to obtain the soul gem, you have to give up the one thing you love. Or give up a something you love. something yeah. you love. And uh, Gamora's first thought is, "Oh, you love nothing. You're screwed, yeah. Daddy." And he starts crying. It was a really well done scene. Yes. And like yes. So there was a big turn there, and, and so he wasn't looking at her the entire. He wasn't time. looking at her, right? And then, and then Red Skull was like, "He's not crying because of that." It, <laughs> really well done. God, it, yeah. this whole movie I thought was really fantastic. There it's was really be, no dull moments. Yeah, the, the great right the great from the beginning. Thing, it was like they're in the second act. Action. <laughs> yeah, and the great <laughs> thing about it is that they did not. They did not do what X-Men 3 did, which is where they loaded so many characters in that they wanted to give all of them screen time versus stay true to the plot and the story. So all of a sudden it was just, you know, no, this is... This is the plot. Yeah. If so, if some character gets ten minutes, they get ten minutes. Right. That's it. Yeah. Does this character actually help move along the story, or are we yeah. just putting them in just to give them a moment? I, w- I was kind of curious because there's a lot of um, esoteric and religious and philosophical mm-hmm. overtones to a lot of MCU stuff because it follows mythological, you know, telling. Mm-hmm. Um, that like literally the entire thing of Thanos, it follows Joseph Campbell's monomyth. Mm. But not only that, but there was. A, I was kind of curious to see if. The way that they, or or the the way in which he got the power stones, you know, first you have the power, and then he got the I forget what the tesseract stands for. That you is know. was that the re, um, tesseract was the is that the reality? Oh no, God, the reality no. was the was <laughs> the, the reality was the crea- was sure. the, uh, collector. Okay, so yeah. it was it was the it was first power, right? And then it was tesseract, and then it was reality, right? Right. And then after reality was. Um, he went and got the soul spirit, stone. Soul stone, and then it was time, and then you he got ended, the uh, vision, which is the mind gem. Which the is mind. the mind gem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's a part of me that wonders if it's if it's like if there's some sort of philosophical overtone that they're like borrowing from mm. some 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 lore, Pythagorean, you know, golden uh, sure. rule, golden rules or whatever, you know, that type of thing, where it's like, okay, well, first you need the power, then you then right. you need then you in order need to this, obtain, then you can control uh, in yeah. order to obtain enlightenment, yeah. in order to in order to, to control the universe, right. you need to first have power, then you yeah. need to have. Um, then you can manipulate reality. Then you yeah. can, uh, you know, touch your soul, and then you can manipulate time, and then you get in full mindfulness. Yes. You know, I was kind of curious Beautiful. if that was like I'm sure an overtone. it was intentional. <laughs> I think a lot of this is intentional. Um, really well done movie. The fight scenes I thought were fantastic. Uh, again, I, MCU is really just another beef. I'll, I'll have a minor beef. Is it the fu- the fact that the Hulk got manhandled? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think that was really intentional because this is. 
you know, part one of two, and I think Hulk obviously is going to get his redemption in the next one. But and they got that right from the beginning. From the beginning, he is, it looks is there like part two to this. Oh yeah, next year, oh, Avengers easily. four. Yeah, Avengers four is coming out next year. They haven't named it yet. They haven't named it yet, but I, I think that's because they wanted this. It would probably deliver a spoiler had they named oh, it. Probably. I also yeah. think they we'll wanted see. to let this one have its life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before people, you get people, you know, like just who are looking. Because it's funny, because I mean, you can market this movie already, right? You could already start marketing this one because movies like this. Uh, I mean, I, well, they did Thor Ragnarok. They did almost a full year before. That's right. It came out. I mean, same with Deadpool. How long was? How long have they been marketing the second Deadpool for? Oh, at least pretty much, pretty much since the last one came out or uh, the first one came out. That's right. That's right. And so this this one, they obviously didn't want people looking ahead too far. And, and you know, the, obviously with there only being a year in between these films as opposed to two to three, which is pretty typical with the Avengers films, you know, you don't have like, you're not worried the fans are going <clears> to, <throat> the audience is going to forget what happened um, or lose interest going forward. So that's sort of what's happening with this one. And uh, it's cool because, you know, I was talking to, to Nick. We went to go see Into Darkness, which is the Star Trek film. And they chose to, and I, I, I understand there were different circumstances with that film where you had J.J. Abrams who was leaving as the director to do Star Wars, so you had to sort of really tie that film up. Adam, did you see Into Darkness? Oh, yeah. The way that they, if you remember, the way that they, t- they, they had to really tie it up. They couldn't right, leave any yeah. lingering plot lines other than, now we have the ship and we're going on our bold 10-year journey or whatever it is, um, where you had Kirk get killed and they bring him back in the last five minutes. Yeah. Where if they were to have just left him dead, and now they're chasing Khan, and Kirk is still Khan, and Kirk is still dead, and that's the end of the movie, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> right, because then, then it, it opens up a whole new... Yeah. Yeah. The big cliffhanger, and they did that with this film. They left this on maybe the biggest cliffhanger. You know, obviously, if you're ranking cliffhangers, you have Empire Strikes Back. I was going to say, this is this is This, <laughs> this is, is the new Empire, Empire yeah. Strikes Back, this is I the think. new Empire Strikes Back for me. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm not disagreeing. And Empire Strikes Back, uh, Strikes Back maybe actually might have the top spot still because... Oh, speaking of real quick, um, yeah. for to touch back on <laughs> Nick's thing, the number one opening was um, Star Trek, or Star Wars, Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Avengers, and then um, Last Jedi. Last okay, Jedi, so yeah. Avengers, Infinity War is now number two. Now number two. Now number two as far as biggest opening. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously people are... The MCU is still riding high. We'll see for how long. Hopefully, this is not kind of the swan song of the MCU with three and four I coming mean, out. If this is any, const- I mean, how do you anyway, top this? I, it's, they, this <coughs> next next one could be the the, the biggest opening. Yeah. I've, oh yeah. It, it has. It, it's, it's either going to tie everything up, or everybody's going to die, or right. else everybody's going to be resurrected. <laughs> it's going to be cool. Like they they initially started marketing it, and people like they're like, you know what? This is sort of like the launching pad into the new era where phase four where you know where the MCU is still going to be going forward when they change their marketing in direction with that where they're like you know Avengers 4 this is the finale we're treating yeah. this like the finale and that's kind of how they're approaching it now they're really not talking very much about phase four and on and we, I think so who knows who's going to be involved I say but yeah. which is awesome because basically what they've done is they've <laughs> said okay we're creating a TV series in movie form right you know, where, where we're going to have 30 films, it's going to be like three seasons, right. and only they're all two-hour movies and big budgets, and that's that. That's right. You know, that's awesome. That's oh basically how they approach that. That's what they did. What a weird golden era we're living in with these superhero MCU films. You know, you have 
on one side of the coin, the DC extended universe who cannot get off the mat and Marvel who are just, we just, we just saw another Marvel movie that just knocked it out of the park again. And they've done like 18 of these. They have one coming out in two months. Oh my God. No, they have two technically. They have two. Two technically with Deadpool and, and then Ant-Man and Wasp. And then you have another Avengers movie coming out next year. I was going to say, I still think that as far as big cliffhangers to end movies, you still have to give Empire Strikes Back the edge just a little bit because it was bold because they didn't the first time they the first time you would have done something on that level and also they didn't have I think the last Jedi or I'm sorry the the, uh, Return of the Jedi didn't come out for like another like two to three years after that so it's not like 84 so it's not like Adventures 4 is going to come out next year and so there's now too long of a wait it's not like it's a two year wait it's one year so that's bold but you know the next one comes out next year so it's not that long of a wait so that's not going to piss anyone off but still, what a way to end this film. And we'll, let's, let's sort of finish up there. This film ends in the way that they did it in the, um, the Infinity Gauntlet 90s big crossover event where Thanos gets all the, the gems, has the gauntlet, and erases 50% of humanity. And that's no, the where universe. they... The universe, right. Not exactly. just humanity. Not just humanity. Well, yeah, they said humanity <clears throat> of the universe. Yeah. yeah. At all living things in the universe, 50%. And that's how this movie ends. And it's Thanos sitting alone, uh, you know, it's in a... On whatever. On, you know, in a... In a hut. In a hut somewhere, <laughs> chopping wood, just <laughs> as... as with, with what's left of the Infinity Gauntlet. That's right. And that's one thing we can talk about is the Infinity Gauntlet, they didn't really show it directly after he snaps his fingers. Right. So the way the uh, series of events you have... Thor show up and he gets him in the chest with, with the storm with the, with the storm stopper, <laughs> and Thanos is like, "You should have gotten my head, man." Yeah, you should aim for the head. And he snaps his fingers and he erases fifty percent of all living things across the universe. I think I think it was I think it was like people or sentience because it, his whole thing was like make sure decrease the population so nobody starves and everything's right. good. And he's you and, know Adam, do you he, think he's right? Well, let me a legitimate let me argument. ask you right there, Adam. I'm putting you in the hot seat. Is Thanos right? Are you Team Thanos on wait, this? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hear me out, okay? Because I am, and I, I will state this after, or I will state my opinion after, or yeah. where I stand, I should say. If he's killing half of every living thing, and he's or he, he yeah, if he's killing half of the people population or sentient being mm. population in order to make sure that everybody's fed and everybody's good then if he's killing half of all living things then basically they're back to where they started which is everybody's still starving so because it's only because it's only half so it has to be sentient yes I that's, think that's, that's right. the way i that's picture right. it that's right and i'm totally team thanos, thanos. <laughs> um no i i really Over population am. is a thing over over <laughs> i don't know i i don't i don't necessarily know if I, I would like to think that we'll even out population wise because Japan is on a um, yeah a point one point seven or a point seven no they're at a point seven um, population increase and you need to have a one point something in order one point nine and America's actually at a one point eight and high. Europe's also at like a one point seven five one point eight or something like that. But we're leading to an idiocracy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, but we're on our but way. you know, I, I mean, basically, it's the third world nations that are getting you know that that still have population issues. But all the first worlds are sort of evening themselves out. Mm-hmm. Same with same with India as well. So it's, it's so expensive to raise a to have a kid. Yeah, to have a, yeah. People are being more mindful. So Adam, you are the, if if Adam, if Thanos. Thanos is putting together a black order, you are signing up. <laughs> yeah, you are yeah. submitting your LinkedIn yeah. profile. profile. Thanos <laughs> is putting you on the team. Adam, what superpowers do you have? 
I'll be I'll, I'll be like the guy in Deadpool too. That's right. Exactly. I know. I just Frank. I saw the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> saw the ad. I You're part of the Black Order. But they don't show it directly after he snaps his fingers. It looks like he uh, fried the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Or the Infinity Gauntlet just fried as a whole. Yeah, or at, you least, or at least hurt it. Hurt it in some way. So you wonder how powerful he is now that he's done it. So where this movie is, is where Avengers 4 is picking up as far as where Thanos is. Well, he was able to use the, the Tesseract again. I, I'm just going to call it the Tesseract because right. I don't remember what the freaking name of the gem is. But uh, and, and get out of there. And right. then he, right. looked, he looked healed. Probably from the... Top. Although he did look a little singed still on the one arm. Well, right. The arm that had the Infinity Gauntlet. So yeah. he hasn't... Yeah. yeah. And that, that was because of the Infinity Gauntlet, I think. Not <coughs> because of anything that Thor did. Well, right. Taking the axe to the chest like he did right. from Thor. But. So you wonder if you're going to start to see some negative uh, effects of overwearing the Infinity Gauntlet in the next film from Thanos. See, I, I, and that's going to be... That's I don't gonna know if it was overwearing or if it was just the fact that he... That was that was such a tall order yeah. for a genie. Yes. You know? <laughs> That's right. Kill off half of every, you know They'll do it, but they don't like it. I know exactly. Like, oh, oh my god, that really hurt. That yeah. was so hard to do, you know, that type of thing. Versus... You wonder. Yeah, and, and then of course the extra credit scene that we yep. got at the end, where they did it wasn't a mid credit sequence. They made you wait until the very 17 end. Seventeen minutes. To get your happy ending, which was Because there was one full page yeah. of CGI yeah. <laughs> credits. <laughs> Oh my god, but you had Nick Fury and you had what's her name? Robin from How Much Your Mother. Agent Agent uh, Carter. No, it's no. not it's not Carter. Oh, I always forget her I name. And she is yeah. such a big deal in the comics, and I always make it a point like remember her name. Yeah. And I always forget. So I apologize to that fictional character. Too, and I can't remember what that's fine. So fifty percent of uh, the population gets destroyed, and that includes Nick Fury Fury, but Nick Fury, he's Fury. in his he's on his way to a Fury convention. Fury good as he's as he's uh fading away and turning the dust he hits his beeper and a little uh, icon shows up and it's uh captain marvel's icon meaning that and everyone Ooh, knows that's the other thing are they gonna have a captain marvel movie before this yes but that's set in the but 90s it's set in the, i thought it was well, 80s, right, right. 80s right. or 90s yeah. so there's gonna be three marvel movies, at least <coughs> yes well, i yeah. think they're also doing another x-men aren't they uh, but that's you know but that's, that's not, still that's yeah. its own separate thing right now. Well, I'm just saying as a whole. Yeah, um, they have another. So you have Deadpool. You have uh, and no, they actually push back the uh, Dark Phoenix X Men film until 2019. So that's they push that one back. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if they're. I know they they also push back um, the uh, the other X Men movie, the New Mutants movie, the X uh, the X uh, the movie that was supposed to be like. X mutants, but like they were no, in a haunted house. New mutant was a new mutant that was set in like a haunted house. They pushed that one back too. So psych ward, almost. yeah, that's yeah. something like that. Also, all of the Fox owned Marvel properties they've pushed back outside a little of bit. Deadpool. Outside of Deadpool. Back. So uh, yeah, you have Captain Marvel. Who rumors are, are saying that she is power scaling wise going to be super powerful, which still blows my mind why they dumbed down Hulk. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not saying dumb down in the sense. Yeah, I just don't think if you can stand up to someone with the the power gem, and I think that that's what they're establishing. Uh, I think Hulk is super powerful, but if you have the yeah, power gem, Thor, oh, well, that he did get Thor did get he did a couple hits in, too. but he did get some cut some hits in too for a little bit. But uh, I'm trying to think of and Thor Iron didn't Man get gave him a good. I mean, yeah, Iron Man gave him a good go. All of them gave him a good go with the power gem. Yeah. I mean, he did throw a moon at them. So also, it wasn't the situation. Yeah. I like the way that they. They kept it in balance with the Infinity Gauntlet. He could only power on, at least while, as he was collecting them, one gem at a time. Um, so he, so that oh, I, I didn't I, see that. Yeah, one would light up, 
as he was activating the power that that was okay. um, selected to that one. So I like to, it was balanced in that sense. He's just not the super overpowered God where he has access to all these things at the same time. So I thought the movie was really well balanced. The fight scenes are really cool. Um, you didn't have your big airport scene in this one but i thought the scene where they're trying to pull off the infinity gauntlet off the thanos hand was really cool and last thing we'll sort of talk about is the characters that were erased from from existence at yep. the end the ones they chose um could they have done better i i well <coughs> they could not have done better if they wanted the emotional pull that they got right because they grabbed all of the top players yeah yeah or not the all the believable in- ones you're not believing that black panther's dead after he just put out a billion dollars right exactly <laughs> he's well, not going well, anywhere right. and that was the thing they were talking i remember all, all but it's the all emotional boys, there was it's a ton emotional. of lead up there was like yeah oh we're gonna kill this person we're gonna or no they were trying to guess who's gonna die and everyone thought it was just gonna be stark yeah it was just gonna be tony stark people were worried that when stark got stamped through the stomach yeah that that but he ended up stitching himself up with uh the nanobots yeah so it seems like he's gonna be fine he's fine but yeah that's what kills me is like oh there was this, oh who's gonna die who's gonna yeah. die Almost everybody died. <laughs> but Stark. But Stark. But yeah. Stark. But Stark made that alive. Yeah. Uh, the only person who I think, you wonder who they're going to bring back to the death. actually lives through this whole thing? Well, I mean, who actually died, died. Who wasn't involved in that that that, that humanity Right, well, they also thought at the Captain end. America was going to die, too, right. because he's yeah. not, he's done after this. Yeah, and he lived, he lived through right. this one, so you wonder. So that's what I'm saying, who's going to actually <clears throat> die, die? Well, we know Spider-Man won't. Yeah. We know Black Panther doesn't. It's funny. Actually, I think all the ones who lived, who survived the purge are at the end. Are people who aren't going to be. Are people who are going to be leaving after Avengers that's 4. I mean. that's, what yeah. I, that's what blows my mind. Yeah. I think I think That's Hemsworth right. Will, that's probably the better way of looking at it. Yeah. Is I, I think Hemsworth will be probably the only one out of. He lived at the end. Who lived. <laughs> yeah. Who, who don't. Who live. stays around for phase four. Well, right. Who will stay around for the next phase. Hmm. I think actually that's the better way of looking at it. The people who were spared at the end of the film are going to be the ones who are likely leaving at the end of Avengers 4. Yes. So yeah. maybe that's a better way of looking at it because, right, Spider-Man got evap- got cleansed yeah. from, from yeah. existence and so did Black Panther. Other so, than Doctor Strange. I would imagine they're going to bring back Doctor Strange. Did he also I, I, yes. did he stick they, around? They did, no, he, he, no, he, oh, he got, he got, that's he right. got evaporated yeah. as well. So I would imagine... He comes back. People were losing in our theater. Guardians come back, obviously. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man's obviously. already been announced for uh, Black this Panther. week. They announced the next film. Yes. Uh, it's actually going to be set um, not just in the United States. He's gonna, it's going to be an international tale. Oh, nice. Next I like Spider-Man that. film, yeah. They just announced that. Uh, <coughs> I think. Yeah, they're doing Guardians of the Galaxy. You're going to get probably another Captain Marvel movie. Um, right. They're it's gonna be they're left in an interesting position what to do with the Captain America character. If you put it on Bucky, because Chris, well, Bucky, Evans, I, I feel like Bucky's, Bucky's gone. Yeah. But you're right now, as of right now. But yeah. yes, everything go, going forward into you would think they probably would put it on Bucky, but I I, I, I don't know. know. I don't know if you can. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if you can. Ah, oh, it's tough. I don't. I don't think you can. I, I think it, Captain it, America too much. just goes away. I don't think they want people thinking too much about Phase Four. I think they just want to. They want people to focus on Phase. On uh, Avengers four, instead Do you think of they were selected the with who they kept uh, for a reason. Then I think so because now well, I think about it, the people that they kept alive were are the ones that are likely going to be gone after yeah. Avengers. And, like and Scarlett every, Johansson, yeah, will probably be gone. Well, no, no, I thought they were going to do her own solo movie. I don't know if that's ever going to happen now. You think now it's? I don't no. think so. 
I don't know, but you had so much success with a couple of the movies that are similar, like yeah. the Atomic Blonde and uh, what was Black it? Or Red Sparrow. Yeah, although that wasn't that successful. Not nah, we're right, but you still have you still a have mild that, success. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so, I don't think I can't see Carol Johansson doing these movies for that much longer. We'll see how Cap- Captain Marvel goes. Well, she's yeah. not that old. She's only no, but she's, she's been age, she's actually. been part of this universe for like ten years now since 15. Avengers, since uh, Iron Man two. So That's yeah, true, uh, yeah, so quite some time. So. Quite a, a cliffhanger. Obviously, this film to me was the best Avengers film. Um, oh, by far, by far, by far. I was, I ended up liking Avengers one as I mentioned after the second viewing, but this one unequivocally, I was just like, this is awesome. Even Civil War, I left. I'm like, oh, that was, that was good, but it was a little I think overstuffed. We saw Civil War, didn't we? Yeah, Together? I think so. Yeah, and I think we both left kind of were like, oh wow. I mean, this it was good, but there was a lot. There's a lot in it, yeah. and this one was so well paced. Um, all the teams that they sort of that went off in their own direction. I think it helps when you have a good villain. Yeah. Oh, and Thanos. I think that's what brought brought together. Thanos was great. His minions were great. If you think about all the good movies. His motivations is if you have the good villain, <laughs> mm-hmm. you have the good protagonist or your right. whatever or an, an antagonist. Right. Uh, but but it pulls together with a good villain and yeah his motivations what, he, what they're trying to what everyone's trying to pull together to stop right. and that was very clear in this film so guys good we stuff. did it we did it uh, great film um, we'll be back um, in the next week um, with the pilot episode of Ots and Knots that's going to be released so uh, look out for that um, we're, we're having some professional voiceover people to come in and uh, do some of the voice voice work so that's oh boy and subscribe to the Super Friends Super Show um, on our own iTunes feed and also the BuffaloCityLife.com iTunes feed stop over to the website um, like us on any of the social media networks as well uh, leave us a comment or a review so more people can find us and uh, boy 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 Sean Dwyer at SeanDwyer.com at New Super Podcast is our Twitter handle Adam Patterson what are you Adam Adam R. Patterson on Twitter uh, I am trying to dig a hole to find yes. our new location when we uh, where we're going to do our next podcast, so that they don't find us. They and also when they someone snaps, when us. the government snaps their fingers, you don't right. disappear. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's having real. an aluminum foil hat prevents that from happening. That's I think true. that you know, you know, I believe. You, as I say, you, you <laughs> may you may think I'm paranoid, but <laughs> we'll find that hole. We'll find that hole. We'll find that hole. Nick Stutzman. Thanks uh, for coming back. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Always. You came to uh, you came out with us. Saw Avengers. You're welcome back anytime. Where can we find you these days? Uh, Nick underscore Stutzman on the Twitter. Silky Smooth Nick on the Instagram. Yes, part of the BuffaloCityLife.com network of shows. We're building up to that big NHL 94 tournament, the Yager Cup. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, getting your uh, getting your practice time in. Yeah, you know it. You know, I was I was I tra- I challenged Nick to a game upstairs, and you're like, no, I don't know hurt my finger a little bit afraid i'm not sure how that's gonna help you and adam adam's been putting in an extra work working overtime you working better the believe sticks. It. you better believe you know it. you my, got yeah no my, my thumbs i see him at the gym just doing thumb exercises. just doing yeah thumb exercises got the sweat cap on yeah, the cobra kai the cobra kai <laughs> working muscles my, my thumbs are as big as my wrist now it's amazing yeah, that's right yeah. just in case you injure one of your hands you, you're working your other muscle groups right. just in case they need to <laughs> pick up the slack who knows uh, so that's it for us I uh, hope you enjoyed the show we sure enjoyed Avengers Infinity War and we're looking forward to the next one and look forward to the next uh, outing for the Super Bad Super Show Ots and Not just on the horizon so keep on coming back Super Friends Super Show 